Welcome to another episode of High Energy Ballers podcast. And man, do I have a baller today. Uh, as a matter of fact, a few months ago, we were playing basketball at the Bahamas, and you should have seen this dude ball. We've got the man himself, Cody Askins. Cody, really appreciate your time today, brother. Thanks for joining. Dude, thank you, buddy. I'm a big EDJ fan, big DeJohn fan, you know, Likewise. Wolf of Tampa. Likewise, man. Likewise. I, uh, you know, big, big fantasy. I obviously learned a lot from you and really appreciate you coming on here and uh, look forward to, to dropping some value with you. Um, you know, there's, there's to really break down your story and, uh, and, and everything that you've done would take a lot longer than how much time you have today. But, you know, I know we'll, we'll take, uh, we'll be able to dive in as much as we can. So um, for those of you who don't know, which, um, you know, if you don't know who Cody Askins is, I don't know, maybe you live under a rock or something. Or <laughs> but, uh, but most of the people who would watch this probably know Cody because, you know, we converse all the time on social media. And, um, you know, a, a lot of people would probably be in the insurance industry as well. But know Cody. Um, Cody is, um, in, in my eyes and many other people's eyes, the goat of the insurance industry. I mean, he's got the largest uh, – online following if you check out his youtube channel he's got the largest following and he's constantly pumping out content he's just a machine he's a beast so uh, i want to just dive into your story cody um so we start off kind of where you're from and uh and kind of what we're doing and you know we'll get everything on on our instagram stories and that's it <laughs> <from there. laughs> thank yeah thank you for having me i'm, I'm excited to uh share my story uh, you know, I wasn't always this confident on video and excited and, you know, I wouldn't have, I wasn't cool enough to be friends with people like Eric DeJohn, you know, not too long ago. So I'm, I'm excited to be in, 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 in the fold and hanging out with you, man. So, you know, ask away. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, likewise, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't nearly as confident until I started watching this dude's YouTube videos. We actually met uh, about a, a year ago at a retreat and, um, I mean, long story short, the, the retreat changed the way I think, but um, it, it made me more confident, like he was saying on video. Um, and, you know, the, the dude, he's a young guy, he's 29. And like, I remember first meeting Cody, I'm like, man, this dude is just on a whole other level. Like, where does this all come from? He's, he's a young guy and he's just like, you, you don't come across this very often. So, um, why don't we first start off by saying a little bit about where you're from and kind of, um, you know, I know you, you have like a bunch of different businesses now. I can't even keep up with it, but if we could just start there and then. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I can't keep up either. Uh, <laughs> so I got, I got started in the insurance business when I was 19. Uh, I was an intern calling up a phone book for a veteran agent and didn't enjoy that. So I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna just become an agent myself. So to making eight bucks an hour, you know, or, and doing this free work, maybe I can actually get paid. And so I become a full-time insurance agent at 20 years old. I'm in college playing basketball, taking 21 credit hours a semester, you know, all those things. And I remember my first recruiting meeting, like it was yesterday. I walk in, there's 10 people in the room. The, the, the manager says, hey, all 10 of you stand up. And we stand up and he says, okay, look around, right? I start sizing people up. I got you. I got you. I don't know. You may, you may be, you know, tough competition. Right. And he says, okay, nine of you sit down. He says, maybe one of you will make it. I'm like, dang, that, that's a real positive way to start this whole deal. You know, but I'm like Eric DeJohn, very, a very competitive individual. So I, in that moment said, 
this dude doesn't know me, you know, and I will be, if there's a one, I'll be the one, you know? So I wrote down in that moment, I'll learn, I'll make a hundred, hundred grand my first year, dated it, signed it, hung it up on the wall in my cubicle. And then every day I went out to make that a reality. And I was very fortunate. I made 117 grand in my first eight months from cold calling and cold door knocking, fell in love with the industry. Uh, and now I'm on a mission, not for commission, as my buddy Joey Yak would say, but I'm on a mission to uh, help impact agents and, and to help. I feel, I feel like, cause I'm a young dude and I made a hundred grand not too long ago, a decade ago that, that I know what it takes for, you know, uh, someone getting in the business to, to jump out and make a good living and transition a few years. Um, I started YouTubing, if you will, putting up videos on YouTube, you know, Hey, I made $8,000 this week. And here's how you can too. If you follow these seven easy steps, Eric, and I got to where uh, agents started reaching out and they resonated with the content. You know, they didn't, they didn't think I was a jerk. You know, apparently they didn't hate my guts. And, and, and it's kind of these businesses and companies have formed out of necessity and need, out of, some, out of uh, really, really uh, demand. And now we have 16,000 agents that follow our YouTube channel. We do have a decent online presence for insurance industry. It can be a lot bigger and a lot better. I'm working on that. And Mainly the two things we do, I mean, we have a conference, obviously, that you came to, so thank you for that, um, and you'll be there again in Vegas, you know, but there's two main pieces of our company, um, and we have, there's five companies now, but the main two pieces are, that everyone kind of knows, is a marketing branch, marketing leads, right, Landon and I are a partner in that specific silo, or that specific company, and then we've got CA, which you can see here, and that's consulting, training, coaching, retreats live trainings, all that kind of stuff. And that's where my real passion is, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm passionate. I'm excited. I'm trying to be a high energy baller, as you say. And dude, I, I want to help, I want to help agents succeed. 92% fail. It's way too high, but there's, you know, there's more millionaires in the insurance industry than any other industry in the world. And I love the industry and I want to, you know, hang out with people like you and help other people make a lot of money. So that's yeah. me. Yeah. Energy is everything, right? Yeah. I did a speech on that last year. I did a whole, whole, whole couple speeches on that. Uh, that was yeah. the title of a couple of my keynotes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I love, I love it because I, I think you actually told that story, um, or you, you, you talked about it at the uh, before the Tampa retreat. You did the the gathering of agents. You had all those agents in in that hotel, and you were talking about energy and your your speech in the beginning, and it really got everybody jacked up. Um, and you know, if, if you, when Cody talks about his YouTube, he talks about it very, um, he, he, his YouTube channel is, is quite, uh, unreal to be honest. Like he's always putting out content on there. Um, you know, he's helping thousands of insurance agents with, with daily content just to help others. Um, he's probably one of the most, uh, giving dudes out there as far as like, just trying to help other people without even really expecting anything in return. That was like the first thing that I noticed about him and kind of how we started, um, you know, building a relationship. He just started, he just helped me without like really any return. And then, you yeah. know, I was, thank you, buddy. That, was, that's, yeah. I mean, that's big, man. I mean, most people, most people like everybody talks about, you know, your why and you know, but if once you find like what you're passionate about and what you want to do, you're going to like help people for free. Like we put out 2000 videos free. We do free webinars and events all the time. I did that 16 city free tour, you know, like, when it's your passion and, and you actually enjoy doing it and, and, and the goal is actually to help people, that shows and you do a lot and the money comes. You know, yeah, 
am I going to make more money this month than I've ever, ever made in my life? Yes. You know, I think that's how it's supposed to be. You know, um, every month just keeps getting better. Right. And, and, uh, but it's a passion, you know, when, when, when I'm making a lot of money, it's, it's like, okay, what's next? You know, like it isn't really the money that motivates me, you know, like, like this is high energy ballers. And, and when you're interviewing these high energy people, and I hope you're only interviewing high energy, energy people, cause that's the title. Uh, you think about that, right? Like what is, if you're just doing it for the money, the passion's going to fade at some point, because when you start making a hundred grand a month or whatever, right. It's going to be like, Oh my, I don't need to keep going, man. I made it. Look, mama, I made it. Right. But when it's a passion, uh, the, the money is an afterthought. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I, I struggled with in the beginning, but now I've really kind of come to my own with realizing that, you know, find something you're passionate about. Um, for me personally, I was always super passionate about the sport of lacrosse growing up. So that was my passion. And I just took so much action and it, and it didn't even feel like work. Probably yeah. very, sounds like that's very similar to you putting out content on YouTube and just how, and I know it is cause I know you, that's like your thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Helping others. Um, and, and you're, you're unreal at that. Um, but I'd like to, what I'd like to do is I'd, I'd like to go back and talk about the, you're, so you're playing college basketball and you're calling out of a phone book, cold calls and cold door knocking, and you made over a hundred K and you were playing college basketball. Now um, that's just insane because for me personally, I remember playing college lacrosse and I, I, I could barely even do school with that. So you were not only, you know, you were playing basketball, you were going to school and you're making over hundred K in the insurance industry, which is the hardest industry. There are 92% of people are failing and there's more millionaires in the insurance industry than any other industry. So like, that's just mind blowing. Like how, like, how did you manage to, to make that happen? Yeah, for, for me, um, I'm a big goal guy. I, I set a goal. Um, and then I look at the numbers. I mean, I remember quick story. I, I'm, I'm trying to tell more stories when I do stuff like this. Like I, I remember people relate to stories and, and, and facts tell stories sell. Right. So I remember when I went up to a dealership to buy a $42,000 Dodge Challenger, it was like my second or third month you know, in the insurance business full time. And I'm like, dude, I want that car. He's like, eh, that's an expensive car, man. You know, I was like 20. He could tell I could barely put on a, my, you know, my socks and underwear at the time. Uh, and he's like, I'm like, dude, I can afford the car. You know, he's like, Oh, how much money you make? I'm like, I made nine grand last month. You know, he's like, wait, what? You know, maybe you wanted me to recruit him at that point. I don't know. But, uh, he, he said, I didn't catch on to that if, if so. And, uh, he, he said, he said, dude, if you show us a pay stub for nine grand, we'll sell you the car. So I'm like, show me a computer, bro. So I went to the computer, printed it out, showed it. And I tell you that story because I bought the car. My parents were out of town. I was 20 years old. And they looked at me and thought, or they heard about it from a friend. They were on a trip. And they're like, no, he didn't buy a car without us. You know, So they got a little upset, 20 years old, spending 40 grand on a car, whatever. And I looked at them and said, if I don't pay this off in the next six months with cash, I'll get rid of it. Right. And I bring that up because I've already illustrated two things that challenged me and motivated me. And that gave me a goal, gave me a purpose. And both of those, I think, I think everyone needs a challenge. I think everyone needs a target, right? You're never going to make a hundred grand if you don't want to make a hundred grand. Right. It ain't going to happen. But if you, for me, it was okay. The goal is a hundred. Let me break that thing down. And 
I got to where I made, um, if I knew if I sat down and asked 10 people to buy every single week, I was going to make the $2,000 a week that I needed. And dude, I just did whatever it took. If I had to door knock 175 doors on a Friday, I did it. You know, if I had to make cold calls for four hours on a Sunday, I did it. Like at that moment, I was almost so naive, but I thought everyone was supposed to be working like this and doing this kind of stuff, but nobody else was. And it was weird to me. I'm like, is everybody else, am I, am I like above average or is everybody else just lazy or like what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, dude, that's just super impressive because that, I mean, to me personally, I can, I can remember looking back after, in, after practices, just thinking I'm too tired. I can't even go to class. I can't do my schoolwork. And meanwhile, this dude, Cody Askins is out here freaking knocking on doors and making cold calls. Well, maybe insurance. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, may maybe you just outworked me on the field. I don't know, but you are to this day. You're the greatest lacrosse player that I know. Love now you. you may be the only one I know, but you're still the greatest. That's all that matters. As long as, as long as I'm the greatest, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so, so growing up, were you, did you have uh, big dreams and aspirations or like, cause like, dude, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's interesting, right? Like you're 29 years old now and you've accomplished so much, like more than what most people do with their entire lifetime in my eyes. Right. And I know you're a super humble dude, so you won't say anything. So, but I will. Um, and, and so, but it's just crazy, right. To think back, like you, you haven't really been around the, the working world or, or the, the, the business world for that long, but you've already made, uh, you know, substantial strides. Where did that come from? Because like, that's just, it's not really normal kind of like to how, for how many businesses you own, you have this, like the amount of content you're putting out the YouTube and everything. It's like, it's just fully complete. I know you have like goals to go way bigger and do oh. things, but like, what, did, did you always have like, did, did that come from a young age or like, where did, where was like the, 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 the breaking point for you? Yeah, so as a kid, I was a unique um, child, I guess you could say, because I always felt, and this is strange probably, but I had so much confidence in myself, even at eight years old when I was like the MVP of a baseball league, you know, or whatever. Like, I just kind of felt that I can be great at whatever I want. You know, like I thought I could be professional baseball and football and basketball, like, like a lot of kids do. But for me, the, the, a lot of people as a kid, they dream. They want to do these big things. And then over time, that dream fades, right? And, and it's like, oh, it's time to get a real job and it's time to be normal and average and go to college and, you know, go work at Starbucks, you know, and, and, and uh, right? But my dream never really faded. Like I always knew I want to do something big. My dad's motto as a kid was Cody, never let anyone out hustle you. I remember when I was 16 years old, I was about to go to Apple market a grocery store in Rogersville. And my dad, it's three 30. I work at four to 10 because working part-time at that time. And I was throwing, we had friends over, we had grilled a bunch of food and I went and I was throwing up out in the yard. And I'm like, I do not feel well, stomach sick. I don't want to go to work. And he said something to me that I still listen to today. And he said, you do whatever you want to do but you know what I would do. And I went to work. I've never seen him miss a day of work in his life. But for me, it was, I'm gonna out hustle people. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. But I had a dream to be known in the world, to do something big, to leave a legacy. Like 
when that when, when I when I die, maybe it's you know I don't know, maybe I'll maybe I'll live till I'm 99, so 70 years, right? Whatever that looks like. Ideally. Ideally, yeah. That when I pass away, they say that dude. That they, they don't say that like you know. Whatever, right? But they say that dude did more for the insurance industry than any other dude in history. Wow. If 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 that is a goal and a dream, nothing else matters, you know? Like that is a that's fuel enough. And and if I keep that flame lit and, and I keep pushing, it'll happen. I know it will. I know it will. I see it happening for you. Uh, I know. I know one of your goals is to help out every single. I think you posted it this morning, right? My goal is to help every single insurance agent in the world. Right. Which is that's crazy, and I I know you'll do it though because yeah yeah. So there's the there's wow. the post. My goal is to help every. Yeah, this was Dylan just made this this morning. Yes, yeah, shout out to my my video guy Dylan, man. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, Dylan's beat. Um, but. Man, that is awesome. And, and speaking of visualizing as a kid, that's funny you bring that story up because coincidentally enough, when I was eight years old as well, I, I got inspired by, uh, by a lacrosse player named Mikey Powell, who did a, he did a front flip in the carrier dome in a game. And he was, dude, this guy was the type of dude where like, I feel like we have very similar playing styles because we, I mean, I saw you play basketball, you're a super quick dude and you just, you know, cross people up and make them look stupid. <laughs> I have a very similar playing style in lacrosse. However, that was, uh, that, that kind of, I wasn't like that naturally. I worked my way into that because I got inspired by a dude when I was eight years old. He was uh, probably the best college lacrosse player and the best lacrosse player ever if he continued to play after college more than he did. Um, but what he did was, it, like, anytime he got on the field, he was breaking ankles. Like, if you guarded him, you're, you were probably either falling over the goal you were, you know, getting left like 10 yards in the dust and you were getting scored on or like something bad was happening to you, right? So I saw that happen when I was eight years old. I saw him play and it inspired me and shifted my mindset completely. And from literally that year on after, the only thing that was on my mind was, was man, I got to go to Syracuse University and do the same thing. I want to go there and play lacrosse and I need to play professionally because that's the, that's the dream. So every single day I was practicing excellence. I was working on my craft. I was going out to the field hours on end. My parents couldn't control me. They didn't know where I was. You know, there's no cell phones back then, so they couldn't reach out to me. So all I'm doing is just, you know, going to the field and I'm, I'm shooting for hours on end, shooting my shot, you know, but with volume and repetition to master it. And I spent a lot of time on the field visualizing, right? Like actually visualizing myself, Fast forwarding 10 years later or 15 years later, playing against the best players in the entire world. And then next thing you know, what happens, but it came with repetition and, and a, a true desire um, and persistence that I was going to do that no matter what. But, but the visualization was really what I, I believe um, working on that every single day. And I know, you know, a lot of, a lot of very successful uh, you know, business owners or, or gurus or whatever we want to call them, talk about that as well. Yes. You know, visualize and, and, you know, take action. So yeah, they see it, see it and believe it before they achieve it. Man. You know, I love that. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so, so basically just, just had a, so, so had a very similar 
childhood, very similar mindset, I feel like. Um, but you, but so you started very early. And I know your, your father played a huge role. Brian, he's a beast. I've, I've seen him speak at 8%. I look forward to seeing him speak at 8% again. I know you guys have done webinars together. Um, by the way, Cody is, this dude is always, dude, your, your um, Instagram and your content, you're always like doing a different webinar. I'm like, dude, like, does this dude ever run out of ideas? Like, just, <laughs> it's like, how did, how did he think of that? Like, you're just stupid creative, right? Always doing webinars. But, um, you know, I know your dad played a big role into uh, bringing you up in the insurance industry, um, it, which is super cool. And I know you guys work in the same building now and do some things together. But um, how exactly, did, did you always feel like you wanted to go the same route that he did? Or were you kind of, did, did it kind of just like come about? Yeah, it, it, um, it was never the original plan because nobody really like, when they go to career day, nobody wakes up and says, you know what? I want to do insurance, man. You know, like that wasn't, that didn't happen to me either. And however, I had this natural drive to do something big. I knew he made phenomenal money and saw other people make phenomenal money. So I saw a lot of people fail and it was kind of, it was what I knew from a sales perspective a little bit, you know, I was just around it as a kid, right? Didn't really go to appointments and stuff, but I just was, I was at the trips and the events and the award ceremonies, like as a kid. So it's kind of around it. And I remember, I remember my dad, we were on a plane traveling to a trip. This was when I was like an intern, you know, I was an intern, but I was traveling to a trip and he was showing me the reports of what other agents were, were, were doing in his agency. And he said, he looked at this dude named Josh. He said, man, he said, he said, look at those numbers. And the dude had made like flipping, I don't even know, like 20 grand in a month or something. And I'm 19. Like, I'm a kid, man. I'm like, holy crap. He's like, he's like, you'll be better than that. He got me thinking big before I ever really thought big. Like on the wall, you've seen it. It says think big by the door. I remember also when I first became an agent, like the only reason I wrote down, I wanted to make a hundred grand. I don't tell this part of the story that much. Only reason I wrote down, I want to make a hundred grand was he told me, you're my son. You're talented enough to do it. I expect you to make a hundred grand this year. If he wouldn't have like put that in front of me, it would have never even been, it would have, it would have been an afterthought. It would have never been a thought because I, I didn't believe it. I had no confidence in it. No sales experience, no insurance experience horrible closer right even though i say horrible closer i was a natural influencer at getting people to do what i wanted to do even as a kid you know like trick my sisters into doing my chores you know like i was good at you know what i mean that kind of stuff like jb says natural born closer i would say i was poor at the insurance details but i was good at being influential like if you ever take a disc assessment I'm on a high D and a high I D is drive, ambition, aggression, risk taker, freaking crazy. Right. I is, I is, uh, influential, good with people, personable, uh, social, good at getting people to like, you know, good at talking to people into stuff, you know, and if you, you need to be a high D or high I or a combination of those to really be a great salesperson. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I could see you uh, influencing your, your sisters to do all types of stuff. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So if, if you had to do it, which one, which one, if you had to pick, which one would you choose? That's you right. Got- you like that? Is that good? Is that good, Dijon? This is good, but that's good. <laughs> By the way, um, Cody has these, these sayings that I, I, I use all the time and they work like, like magic. Like <laughs> the hypotheticals, right? Like if, if, if I want somebody to answer a question, if somebody says like, ah, oh, I don't know. And by the way, I, I didn't like ever think of that before I met you. But I always think of like, man, if I had that like the previous freaking, you know, 15 years, I would have gotten so many more answers. But basically he just, you know, if somebody, you ask somebody a question, naturally our, our instinct is to say, I don't know. And then a few seconds later, you're like, wait, why did I just say that when I do know the answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah. So, and then, and then, so his response is, well, if you had to pick, which one would you choose? And then, and then they always say, well, I don't know, but if, I mean, I guess if I, I don't really know, but if I had to pick, I guess it'd be, you know, this one. <laughs> and they just picked. And, it, and next thing you know, they know, right? So. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So true. So true. And it's little stuff like that in sales that, uh, like a lot of salespeople are used to, the high energy ballers don't do this, by the way. But most people, they think that when someone gives them an objection, that they mean it. You know, I'm not interested. I'm broke. I have no money. I hate Eric DeJohn, right? I don't love you. Whatever, right? They don't mean any of it. Like, they just don't. It's fake until you make it real. And, and, and it's, it's, na- it's human nature also to not answer questions. It's human nature to never know the answer. And, and it's human nature to always say no and I don't know, you know, because we're just lazy, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and what, what would you say is the... What are, what are the key? Because, you know, obviously somebody's throwing out an objection. They're not being serious. It's majority of the time they don't even know what they're saying. Yeah. What would you say are the, are the main keys to overcoming objections as a, as a salesperson? Yeah. So I have this three-step process I teach called agree, answer, and ask, right? So, so you know, Cody, I hate your guts. Dude, I'm with you. I would hate my guts. Most people, most people hate my guts until they get to know me, you know. So how fast would you like to get to know me? Ooh, boom. The great answer ask. Yeah, I love, I love that. I love that. And um, what would you, so what would you say to somebody who's, somebody who's like a aspiring sales professional entrepreneur, somebody who's, because a question I get a lot is, you know, uh, I just started in sales or, you know, I just started uh, selling this product or whatever it may be, uh, but I'm trying to get better. Um, you know, I always see you doing a million things and it looks like that you're, you know, doing pretty well. Um, like, and they always ask me for tips. What would you, what would you say to an up and coming sales professional or somebody who's looking to, you know, take their sales game to the next level? That's a really good question. I would say immediately the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, what, what, what do you want to achieve and why? And, and, and then let's make a decision to go achieve it. Right. So, I do believe any, anybody can have anything they want in the world. I don't believe that certain people are that much more special than other people. Now, certain people, natural salespeople, no doubt. Or some people, natural closers, no doubt about it. Like I was a natural closer. However, can someone not be great at something and then be great at something? 100%. 
So for, for, for most people that are become new in sales, they don't invest in their business, right? Cause you didn't for a while, but you do now. Right. I mean, right. that was probably the, one of the first, that was probably the first retreat you ever went to. You would just bought a course right before that. When you were at the previous company, you probably didn't, you were probably like me, you didn't buy that stuff, you know, investing in your brand, yourself, your, your personal development, self-improvement, huge learning and training every single day, keeping your energy up. We're on high energy ballers. Like I believe in working out and giving energy up every single day, right? It's that little stuff because in sales, there's gonna be a lot of rejection, a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges, a lot of problems, a lot of complaints. If your energy's right, you can withstand them no matter how bad or hard they are. Yeah, I love that. And a lot of that comes with, you know, training and, and making sure that you're listening to people who are successful and getting advice from the right people. I mean, personally, um, I, you know, and, and, and JB and, and all the, all the gurus talk about how you got the wolf. They're always talking about how you got to manage your state. Personally, you know, I, I um, have gotten much better at that, but it's, it came through like training and repetition and practicing. And, you know, another thing too is that you mentioned, you got to invest in your, in your business. And that's something that I, I truly didn't do. And just so everybody, I, I'd like to make know that when, before I met, so when I've met Cody, I think it was like almost a year ago at this point, but he called yeah. me and tried to get me to come to this retreat. And I had just bought this course. I was trying to, learn how to, you know, generate my own leads. And, um, turned out I'm just, uh, that's just not really my, uh, you know, it's not really at my alley. I'm more of just to, you know, gotta, gotta get out in front of people and build relationships and connect and, and make sales. That's what I'm best at. But I didn't know that. So I bought this course and tried to generate my own leads. Turns out it didn't work, but you know, Cody called me and was like, dude, I'm doing this retreat. We're talking about marketing, you know, just come and connect and, you know, we'll help you out with, with marketing. And so I ended up going, um, however, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really willing to invest that much money. I was like, dude, I just paid all this money for this other thing, da, 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 da. but he got me to do it. He got me to, <laughs> to make the decision and do it. Um, I've, it's, it's been hard to ever tell this dude, no, you know, uh, especially, <laughs> especially for me, I, I buy pretty much anything, especially if it's like anything that's something. Dude, I was in a. I was in a, I was in a line at, in Starbucks on vacation in Scottsdale, Arizona. When mm -hmm. I called you, I was in line at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. You didn't know it. Cause I muted the phone, I think, or I, I, you know what I mean? When I was ordering or something, I don't remember, but I was in line at Starbucks. And I remember telling you like, dude, the best way to get money out of the course you just bought is to come spend time with me. Cause nobody spent more money on advertising and marketing in the insurance industry than me, you know? Yeah. And you want to be phenomenal at it. Like I, 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 I made you a deal to, to work it out, you know, but I'm like, dude, I'll even go this far. And this is, this is what got you, by the way, this is one close that if you have to pull out, you, you will, you can, I don't, it's my last ditch effort typically, mm -hmm. which is Eric, I'll even make you a deal. Obviously you want to be at this. If you hate it and you're like, dude, this sucked. This was a total waste of money. Kind of like the course was, I'll give you your money back the next day. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did say that, and I. And I think you said something else too that I forget, but it had something to do with like, you know, you're gonna the, the amount of value that you're gonna get from this is gonna be way way more than what you actually pay for. And I was yeah. just like, wow. I mean, it sounds like it. You got me sold. So 
But, uh, but where I was going with that was I went to the retreat with, with Cody and his team on unbelievable team, you know, it's partner Landon and, um, and his wife and, and Andy and, and Dylan and the whole team was just unreal. We stayed in this, this uh, mansion here in Tampa. Uh, I think it was like the second or third largest house in the whole city of Tampa. And uh, it was just insane. Right. But, but we learned a lot about uh, marketing, but, but what I really took away from it was it expanded my way of thinking and, and really uh, understanding how people at a, at a next level operate. It's one thing to watch them on YouTube or listen to a book. It's another thing to get in front of them and actually see how they're doing everything. And one thing that I noticed about Cody was, man, this dude just, he really doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. And that was one thing that I realized kind of held me back was I was trying to like, I didn't really care what people thought about me, but there was one last thing. And that was, I got to stop trying to please other people who aren't really helping me, you know, improve. And I noticed that was like one thing with you is that, man, not only is this dude like doing huge things and, and he's super successful, but he doesn't care what other people think about him. And, and that, like, that taught me like something, I don't know, a flip just switched. And, and ever since that day, it, it completely switched my mindset I started to uh, form way better habits. I stopped, uh, I, had, I had some bad habits of, you know, I wasn't as consistent as I probably should have been. I was doing a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have been doing, you know, spending my money at, at the bar too much and, you know, trashing my body and things like that. So, so those little things I took from him and said, wow, this completely switched my mindset and I completely switched my actions. And as soon as I completely switched my actions, it, I started to surround myself with people like Cody that he also introduced me to. So, you know, not only did it completely switch my mind, but it also, it also gave me a whole new network of, of like-minded people, which is, I think what was really another big thing holding me back was I didn't, I didn't really have, you know, the network of people who were looking to do big things. It was kind of just all like, people who were cool and content with, you know, working at a local company, making 50 grand. Um, but as soon as I start, as, as soon as I went to this retreat and I surrounded myself with somebody who was millions of miles ahead of me, now all of a sudden I'm thinking, man, I got to do this way more often if I really want to get to where I know I need to be. So from that point forward, it completely, completely changed my life because I remember a month later, I went to 8% um, and so many other doors open, right? Like you introduced me to Coach Burt, um, Ramiz. Um, I met Ryan Lodi, who's now like one of my really good friends. We hold each other accountable. Um, I met, you know, hundreds of other people at that event and it gave me a whole new network. So, and this is something I talked with uh, B. Hannon on the last episode was, it's, it's not, you don't always necessarily need to reach out to, you know, hundreds of people to find the right connections because if they're the wrong, if they're, if they're not really, you know, looking to go anywhere, they don't have big dreams or goals, then, it, then they probably don't know anybody else who does. So it's, it's probably better to just, you know, find a few powerful people who have networks like Cody does, because if you meet him and, and you, you build a good relationship, he'll open doors for you here, 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 and here, and here. And that's kind of what happened. And, you know, just one connection changed the whole scope of things. And now, um, you know, it, it's changed everything for me. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you know what, um, what I loved about you because w winners, people that want to win in a big way, they go to events. You went to the retreat, you went to 8% nation mm -hmm. losers, people that do not want to go anywhere. 
they don't attend events because they don't think it didn't get any better. And you proved to me that you were a winner from the first time we spoke and that you were willing to do whatever it took. And I respected the heck out of that. Like I knew this dude is, he doesn't know it yet, but this Eric dude is something special. Like I knew that maybe, and I believed it maybe before you did. You did. No, you, you did. And that's what, cause I was kind of going through a rough time. You know, I was, I was going through like going from a captive company to independent. And I, I really started to lose as much confidence as I had. And that's another thing was you instilled confidence in me that I didn't even have. So I'm like, dude, this guy believes me. He doesn't even know me. Like <laughs> I have no choice but to have confidence now. And, um, you know, it just, it just took off from there and now it's at an all time high and I'm connecting with all these people who are way more successful than me, but that's helped me level up and um, helped me, you know, think bigger and really, you know, grow and improve every single day. Um, so, man, I can't thank you enough. And um, I know that there's going to be countless more connections and um, relationships built from, you know, uh, different events, you know, especially 8%. Um, that's it, dude. I mean, you're, uh, the good thing is we're just getting started, my man, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I, I can't wait for 8%. I know that's in a few months. So, um, so for those of, so for those of you who don't know, or haven't heard of the 8% conference, this is a conference Cody started a few years ago and he's had some of the biggest names in the entire world when it comes to business or just people in general. Um, and what, what year did you start that exactly? Yeah, so, so that was in 2018. The first conference we had Grant Cardone, uh, G, Uncle G, and uh, Mr. Ray Lewis, some Hall of Fame NFL linebacker from the Ravens, just, yeah. just Ray Lewis. And then this, this, the second event uh, last year, I'm a big Cowboys fan. So I had Michael freaking Irvin there, which was unbelievable. This year, uh, we may have another special guest this year that nobody knows about yet, but we'll leave it, we'll leave it at that. Maybe maybe high energy ballers heard that first. I don't know. Uh, but we we uh, Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, is 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 the headline speaker. We may have a little secondary special guest. We'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I know I didn't go to the first one. I wasn't. I didn't even know it was uh, available. Went to the second one. Luckily, I met you right before you did it. Um, I know the first one was in Nashville. Correct. Yep, Nashville at Nissan Stadium, up in the club area of the Tennessee Titans Stadium. Yes. Nice. And then the second one, we were in Dallas at the yeah, Statler. That's right, the Statler in Dallas. Now we're going to be at the Palms in, in the Pearl Theater in Vegas. Um, oh, dude, stuff like this yeah. motivates me so much because I'm sitting here listening to you, and I'm like, I think I just doubled my marketing budget for 8% just by sitting here because I'm like, I need to go harder. Like, I think I just doubled my marketing budget. Probably, it's probably going to spend an extra 50 grand in the next 90 days. Just because I'm spending time with you and you got me excited. Dude. I'm being serious. That's, that's unreal. I, I love it. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I uh, wouldn't expect anything less of you. I mean, are you sure 50 grand is all you're going to spend? There we go. No, well, no, no. I'm, I'm saying a, an additional, additional 50, but yeah. Uh, on top of the 600 grand that the event's already going to cost, but, but yeah. Bonus. <laughs> <a bonus. laughs> oh man. But, um, and I, and I know you grew it too, correct? And I know 
the event space is the hardest thing to do, right? To hold, to host an event, to sell tickets. There's nothing harder in the world to do, right? To, than to do that. No, I, I think I could sell. Um, yeah, it'd be easier to sell something I shouldn't on a street corner. I can tell you that than 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 uh, sell tickets to eight percent. You know, like or tickets to an event. Like that's why I respect GC 10X, right? That's why I respect him so much. Is he? Uh, and I've been to the last three. You were at this last one with, with me uh, and Lodi and everybody. Um, to get that many people in a room, it's hard. Yeah. The dude keeps pulling that off. I'm going to keep giving him 20, 30, 40, 50 grand, 60 grand every February just out of respect. Just out of respect. Wow. And that's going to come back to you as well. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, but dude, you, you, you went there, like how many people in our industry actually went to 10 X, you know, that's why 92% fell because most people won't freaking spend any money on, on improving themselves. Like it's a joke. It's actually the greatest success hack in the world is to spend money on improving you and attending yep. events. It's the easiest and greatest success hack in the world that nobody does. Yeah. You got to pay for access. That's it. And I was honestly, I wasn't upset, but I was a little, when I was at 10X, because I didn't, you know, I saw you up there in the front row and I'm like, man, Cody did it big. He's thinking bigger. And he's, he did it right, right? Like you got access to all the behind the scenes. Like at 8%, I remember um, I got a, a pretty high level ticket. So I was able to get in on the lunches and there were speakers in there and all the big time players were in there. All the people who were making a bunch of money and were super successful and they had all the connections. They were in the lunches, but the people who didn't go to the lunch, they had to go to get, get it, you know, they yeah, they used to hang out with, with the, with the people who they can connect with. And, and then, you know, we had the party as well where you went and there was just freaking dude, like the room was just made up of, millions of dollars right if you if you can if you combine everyone's net worth in that room like right so that's what you have to do and in that 10x where i was going with that was 10x is dude you you had the 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 floor seats and i was just sitting there like man why did i not do that <laughs> and and i and i know that i won't you know make that mistake dude, because well yeah, i mean um i was i was ticked off and you want to know why yeah because uh, i was second row and not first you were staring at the bald head. Yeah, 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 that's right. The bald head in front of me. If I had just paid an extra, but actually, if I had just bought it up 30 days sooner, mm. I would have been sitting by the bald dude instead of looking into the back of his head, you know? And uh, it's, dude, it's, it's crazy, man. Uh, it's crazy. Like, it's, I freaking love events, man. Like, I, I leave. So, like, I got to think about it. Like, the last eight weeks since that event, eight and a half, eight, eight, nine weeks, everything has doubled. Everything. So why would I not go back? Wow. That, that is insane. It's, it, I mean, there are so many things that I took away from that too. It's, it's the little things, you know, I, I formed some connections with people who I still talk to and, and, you know, going back to the whole meet people who have large networks. All you gotta do is meet one person and introduce you to this person, this person, this person, this person. So that was, um, so, you know, obviously 10X has been built into a huge 
conference. You know, they, I mean, there was like 12,000 people there, which was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as 8% in the future, what are, where, where is Cody Askins and the rest of us going to get 8% to? Because, dude, it, it's going to, I think it's going to be just as good, if not better. It will be. Yeah, yeah, it will be. I mean, it's going to have, um, we'll have 10,000 in 2023. How about that? I can't wait. I've never said that on video before, by the way. Eric's getting me to say all kind of stuff today, man. Oh. Hey, dude, when you, when you listen to you enough, you start to pick up on these tactics on, like, how to get people to, you know, basically put them in a headlock and tell them to get them to tell them. People. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I always tell them, I'm going to put them in a headlock and get all of the dirty secrets. <laughs> You're the best at that. You're the best. You, you somehow get, you know, remiss to come on there and give all those telesales secrets away. Right? I, I still don't know how I pulled that off. But. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you know how you do, but how you did it. But I mean, the rest of us definitely don't know how, how you did it. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you for having me, bro. It's been a blast, man. Oh. I really appreciate all your time. And um, man, if, if you guys aren't following this dude, Cody, he's, one of the most entertaining dudes on social media. He's always on his stories, always hosting webinars. He's always providing value and he's always bringing energy like a high energy Bollywood. Thanks bro. Hey, when, speaking of, speaking of um, event webinars, we just scheduled eight, eight, actually nine more yesterday between here and July 3rd, I think, or second or something like that. Uh, so dude, I'm, I'm a big believer in that, you know, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Eric. Thank you for, for doing this. Thank you for your time. I know you're going to do some big stuff in the world. And if you don't follow you and keep listening to these episodes, you're insane. As long as I can keep bringing out people like you on here. Right. And uh, I, really, I really appreciate all the kind words. I appreciate your time. And um, thank you for watching high energy ballers. You can subscribe on my YouTube. we got many more episodes to come with a bunch of, high energy ballers, and I appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Take care.